you have Millennial Fuck Party, the orange one, man, I'm gonna say, man, I'm gonna fuck with you, man. That's crazy. What's up, fool? That's my dog. Hey, that fool calm down. And then I told that fool, I said, stalk yourself forever, ever. No, bro. Really sorry for saying bro. Hey, come on, it's fear mongering. I ain't no clown. It's all fake. I know what you're up to. Alright, maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a fool. Fool. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, talk full radio. My dogs, my dogs, mis perros, mine dogs. What's up? This is Stephen Lee Clark. This is the new and improved Talk Full Radio. All right. Uh, I've been working really hard. Uh, I've been really busy. Okay. We've been touring a lot, blah, 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 blah. But in my couple weeks I've had off here, I've been tirelessly working my ass off to try to get Talk Full Radio to the next level. Okay. So what do I mean by that? I mean... I'm going to try to streamline the episodes a little bit more. Uh, I know a bunch of people are like, but I like it when it's fucking almost three hours long. Okay, but let me tell you something. I'm going for information and consistency. Okay, so basically what happened was I sat down with a good friend uh, and he gave me a bunch of advice on how I want to make this my career. You know what I'm saying? I really enjoy doing talk for radio. Uh... I want to do it forever. It's really fun for me. Um, and it's just like what I like to do. So eventually, if I can turn this into like a career move, I want to do this forever, maybe somewhere down the line, uh, get a little compensation for it. That'd be sick. Okay. So the articles are stuff that I like to talk about. Uh, it's really fun for me. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to start having those be more of like a bonus thing. All right. What I've been tripping on lately, uh, you know, doing the research for three articles all the time. It's really hard to do. Right. Um, not that I don't want to do it and not that I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. But as far as the main body of Talkful Radio, you know, what matters? the people that I'm talking to. So I want to focus more on the subjects, the interviewees, the people that I sit down with, whether it's over the phone, whether it's uh, through the internet, or whether it's in person, which I've been doing uh, lately, and I really like it. Um, I want to focus on them. And I know that a big reason that people even listen to this shit is because of the people I interview, and I appreciate that, and I'm lucky to know people that are worth asking questions to because their lives are fucking interesting, okay? So, streamlined, right? Kern, one of my best friends, he's a very big asset to this whole project. I'm gonna start having bonus episodes with Kern, right? Me and Kern, what do we like to do? We like to sit down, we like to drink coffee and talk about weird shit that we've been thinking about lately. So that's gonna be a bonus thing. I'm gonna do these mixes. Uh, and just stuff like that. It's going to be more of a bonus. And the main body is who we're talking about. Yes, uh, I'm always going to tell you what I've been up to. And that's kind of up here in a second. So, uh, more streamlined, more consistent. Okay, starting August 16th, 2016. Is that the year? Yeah, 2016. Talkful, I will be... There will be a new Talkful episode every other Tuesday, okay? 
Uh, I ordered a calendar. It's really cool. It's large print, so I can, yeah, anyways. Uh, so you can mark that shit in your calendar because I'm going to mark that shit in my calendar. Again, I got home. I had two weeks off, and I was like, let's do this. I have episodes on the back burner, right? So, again, consistency. That's what I want to do. Okay, so what have I been up to? Um, let me tell you. It's been a busy few months, right, since I've talked to you. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It's bullshit that I've been – it's been a few months since I've talked to you. I don't like that shit. You don't like that shit. Let's do this, okay? Every other Tuesday, that's what's up. Oh, wait, and I said August 16th, 2016, uh, but when you're listening to this, it's going to be August 16th, all right? So that's my dumbass fault. Okay, anyways, what have I been up to? So uh, we've been all over the fucking world. It's been tireless, and as if my life wasn't complicated enough, right, I got home one day and said, you know what? I'm ready for a change of scenery. Okay, I'm moving to New York. So what did I do? Uh, I packed up all my shit into a huge van and I grabbed the one presence that means more than anything to me, my kitty, right? And I fucking threw the kitty in the van. I looked at her, she looked at me and I said, let's fucking do this, right? So besides tour, I'd never really driven across country, right? I mean, tour, yeah, I've done that, like fucking whatever. But I wanted to drive myself, which is funny because I don't really like driving, but when it's not in fucking traffic, looking for parking, it's actually really nice, right? I really like it. Uh, it was cool having a big ass van because I've wanted one of those my whole life. Um, so yeah, me, the kitty, my good friend Brandon, we all just got in my van and drove, right? So we made a little thing out of it. Um, what do we do? We went to one of the most beautiful, incredible, mind-blowing places I've ever seen. Jackson's Hole, right? Right outside of Yellowstone. Yellowstone is really amazing, but Jackson's Hole, oh my God, dude. It was beautiful. I'm going to say this. Uh, I've been a lot of places in this world, and the entire earth is really beautiful. But what better place to start really in-depth looking around than your own country that you live in, right? And the U.S. has it all, dude. It has beautiful mountains. It has beautiful forests. It has lakes. It has oceans. And I saw all of it. I saw the desert, too. But let me tell you something. Not that in the desert. Uh, it freaks me out. That's where everything is struggling for survival, right? That's why everything is gnarly in the desert. Snakes, gnarly. Scorpions, gnarly. Spiders, gnarly as fuck i don't like them uh but even the plants dude all the plants are scary and really want to hurt you because they want to take your water or whatever you got they want it right anyways uh desert trips me out a little bit not the biggest fan although i have had fun in the desert but jackson's hole was beautiful dude it was beautiful i want to move there um <clears throat> actually i might just move there fuck new york i'm just kidding uh, so anyways, yeah, went to Jackson Hole. It was wonderful. Uh, I really I'm a forest person. I really like it. What else did I do? We went from Jackson's Hole. We went from there. We saw the uh, uh, we saw Mount Rushmore, which let me tell you, I'm a big fan of of like feats of mankind. Right. And it's and it's really cool. 
Uh, I really appreciate engineering. I think all that shit's really mind-blowing, and I love looking at things and be like, damn, how the fuck did they do that, right? Well, let me tell you something. I drove up on Mount Rushmore, and I was like, really? Is it? Okay. That's cool. Uh, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, we went from Mount Rushmore. We drove through a crazy storm, right? I was terrified. Lightning every 10 seconds all over. Uh, and I was tripping hard. The kitty was not happy. Um, and then went to Chicago. I love Chicago. Wonderful place. Bunch of cool people. Uh, by the time I got there, we we'd been driving overnight. It was just two of us. So it was really gnarly. Anyways, went from Chicago. Basically just camped across the United States, right? And it was wonderful. I, I highly suggest it, right? You got to go out and you got to witness this big spherical piece of beautiful shit that we live on right we're ruining it every day so you got to go see it before it's like you know totally fucking nothing but one big inferno of garbage in space right so it's cool uh i highly suggest doing that um new york let me tell you something one of my favorite cities in the world right it's so wonderful here and let me tell you something i love la la was fun as fuck it was a wonderful place, nothing but really cool people there, and I was really sad to leave. But New York, you know what I can do? I can ride my bike, okay? Uh, those of you that know me know I have a weight problem, okay? And I'm tired of it. So when was I the healthiest? When I was lived in uh, San Francisco, right? And I rode my bike everywhere. Uh, I'm just going to ride my bike to work. I'm going to ride my bike to go have fun. I'm going to ride my bike everywhere. I missed it, right? I used to work on my bike. And let me tell you something. I moved to New York. I literally went and fucking got my bike that had sat there for a year in L.A., which is partly my fault. But you know what? I don't want to ride my bike two and a half hours through dirt lots to get to my practice space. Uh, it's just easier for me to get around here. I really enjoy it. I'm a lot more healthy, which transfers, right, to my mental health. Uh, it's also, I've always said this about New York, it's one of the best places in the world to not have any friends. Because what do I do? I wake up, I go outside, and I'm inspired. It's beautiful here. It's, uh, it's, it's just really cool. Uh, I explore all the fucking time, every day, and I haven't seen shit yet, you know? So yeah, I'm really excited to live here. Uh, I really love it. I do miss LA all the time. Uh, I look at the damn internet, and which is probably really not good for me. And I see all my friends in LA. They're posting all these pictures. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's beautiful. Uh, and yeah, I do miss it a lot. But here's the thing. I am from California, okay? I was born there. I was raised there, right? I will always be a West Coaster, okay? So I will go back there. That's why I left. I left because, you know what, I got to do this because I want to. If I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. And fuck regretting anything, it's such bullshit, right? That's why I started doing music. That's why I started doing anything that I've ever done. That's why I started doing this podcast, right? Because if I never did it, I would be 50, and I'd be like, damn, I wish I would have tried that. And that feeling right there, let me tell you about that. That feeling is bullshit. You don't have to feel that. If you feel like that, it's your fault. Anyways. Yeah, so I moved to New York, uh, and it's great, man. I really like it here. If you live in New York, uh, say what's up, right? You'll probably see me ride my bike by you because I do it every fucking day. Uh, it's really cool. So 
What else? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what else. I got a little fucking pet peeve. All right. Uh, I went to a UFO party. Like, I don't go to parties, right? I don't like going to parties. I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke weed. I don't even smoke weed anymore, right? I don't do shit, okay? I'm boring, okay? Uh, but I, I heard my friend was putting on this party. It was an art show, okay? It was an art show slash party, all right? One and two things put together, right, that I don't ever go to, okay? But it was a UFO thing. There was a guy, and he was a sci-fi writer, and he was so obsessed with UFOs that he has this lifelong collection of UFO uh, books, which is so sick. I'm freaking out just thinking about it. Okay, anyways, it was sick. So he decided to have this huge art show with, like, big prints of the books, and and all these accounts of people that were abductees, right? Okay, so what did I do? I went, right? So when I got there, I noticed like, all right, this is a little strange. Now, why is it strange? Let me tell you, because there was nothing but like fashion people there, right? Okay, at a UFO party, okay? Um, okay, so I was like, this is weird. Very strange. Okay, here I am walking up. I'm, I'm excited to learn some shit about UFOs, right? It's fucking sick. It's my shit. Uh, my friend Brian Proto, who was on here and gave me a tattoo. UFO. I want to believe, right? And that's true. It's not just something from X-Files. It's true. I want to believe. So, and you guys know me. I don't believe shit, okay? But I want to believe. So, I go to this UFO party. I start looking around like, what the fuck? Like, A everybody's like super high fashion right now let me tell you something i like how i dress i care about how i dress don't give a shit about high fashion fuck no no right fuck no you know why because it doesn't mean shit okay to me hey everybody to each their own if you yes you if you're into high fashion you know what i don't mind i think that's cool i think you're cool right especially because you're listening to me right complain about what you do but i'm going to tell you i think you're cool okay but for me, Stephen Lee Clark, the first, right? Uh, I don't fuck with it, man. I've never had thousands of dollars to just throw away on a pair of pants, right? And someone asked me, who is that? And they're referring to something that I'm wearing. I literally want to throw up, okay? I want to puke, like vomit, right? Three different ways to say the same thing. That's how much it affects me. Anyways, I was at the UFO party. I was looking around like, man, what the fuck? This is weird. And then the next thing I noticed was that nobody gave a shit about the UFO things. And I was like, man, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, I have an anxiety problem. And it was in full force, right? So what did I do? Luckily, there was a couple friends there. And I said, what's up to them? And they're awesome. But, okay, I was surrounded by people that didn't give a shit about UFOs. And I was like, man, this is a damn shame. Uh, I wish all my friends, I wish are millions of followers. This should be a talk full show. This should be a talk full art show, right? Because all you motherfuckers care about the truth. You, you guys care about what matters, not who I'm fucking, who I'm wearing, right? Shit, come on. That's lame. And then let me tell you what happened. I was outside smoking a cigarette, right? Because I had to get out, I had to get away from there. And this girl was standing next to me, minding her own business. And this fucking guy comes up and he says, you have a great body type. You're so slim. And I was like, instantly like, man, this is fucking bullshit. I can't be around this. You know who has a great body type? You. You. I'm talking to you out there. You have a great body type, right? Think about where your head is and look down. 
at your body and let me, Stephen Lee Clark, tell you that it's fucking beautiful no matter what. You don't need some fucking bullshit body type to be considered pretty. That's fucking annoying, right? And so right then and there, I was hoping, I waited for her to be like, man, fuck you. But what did she do? She laughed. She giggled. She thought it was cool. And I was like, man, I'm fucking out of here. Peace. Anyways, yeah, that was bullshit. Although the UFO information was sick. Let me tell you that, right? Don't let no fucking tell you about your fucking body type. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to get angry on here, but that shit was bullshit, okay? Um, anyways, yeah, moving on from that. Uh, everything else here has been wonderful, man. And I'm telling you, I've been exploring as much as I can, but my exploration is limited. You know why? Because I've been here, I've been working on Talkful Radio because, again, consistency. I love all of you motherfuckers. You guys are beautiful. You guys are wonderful. Uh, you're intelligent, obviously. And yeah, man, I really want to get Talkful off the ground, and that is on nobody else but me. Again, consistency. And yeah, I want to get the episode shorter so you guys can just take it all in, and I will be able to give it to you every other Tuesday for the rest of existence. Okay, so business stuff, boom. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, right? You can follow me on the brand new Facebook. It's all Talkful. Talkful Radio, Talkful SLC on Twitter. Find me on there. I'm going to be updating all the time. And here's the best news, okay? Here's the fucking best news, right? Thanks to a little bit of outside help, 50-50, I got guided, right? All you need to do in life, if you're having trouble, is just get guided in the right direction. Get get. Turtley, you know, when you have a blindfold on, right? Okay, oh, uh, you're at the pinata, right? And they put a blindfold on you and they spin you around, right? You don't know what's what. You don't know where the fuck you are. You don't know where you're looking. North, south, east, west, doesn't matter, right? You don't know. But then that helping hand comes in and you're still blindfolded. You don't know what's going on. But what do they do? They turn you a little bit. They turn you to face where the pinata is. Do you know exactly where it is? No. No, come on. You have a blindfold on. How's that possible? Unless you're cheating. No, that helping hand comes in. It's probably your parents, one of them, because parents are great. They fucking face you towards a pinata, right? So how does that apply? I wanted to get uh, I wanted to get Talkful on iTunes. I was the kid with the fucking blindfold. One of my good friends linked me with one of their good friends, right? And what did that person do? He was the guiding hand that turned me in the direction i still had the blindfold on but you know what he sent me links he's like look if you read this this is how you get the shit on here rss script i don't even fucking know what that is man but you know what he turned me the kid with the blindfold towards the pinata right what's the pinata itunes stitcher tune in right he turned me there and then you know what i fucking took it boneyard i split the pinata open okay it's donald trump pinata i fucking broke that shit open right so what does all that mean it means that you yes you can go to itunes you can go to stitcher and you can go to tune in and you can subscribe and download this podcast i say this because it's not mine right? It's ours, right? It's our podcast. You can subscribe to it and you can download it. And let me tell you something. I really, really would like it if you did that. You know why? Because they go off numbers, right? They go off how many people subscribe, how many people download. So do your boy a favor and go subscribe. Talk full radio on iTunes, on Stitcher and on TuneIn. 
That's fucking sick. You know how else you can help out? You can go to talkfulradio.com. All right. That's my website. That's shit. Slap me on the hand. That's our website. Right. So you can go there. Again, there's going to be bonus stuff there. I'm going to be uploading all these episodes to there. Right. So you can always go there and catch it on talkfulradio.com. Uh, you can, there's a link to the Twitter on there. I'm going to put a link to the new Facebook on there. Okay. There's going to be bonus stuff. i.e., mixes, uh, conversations with Kern. Cause that's the next thing coming. Right. I love Kern. He's one of my favorite humans. Okay. And then, uh, as soon as I can, I'm going to get some t-shirts up on there. Right. Because, uh, my, one of my best friends, Sarah Taylor, you heard her talking on this podcast. She's in youth code. Uh, she designed a t-shirt, she designed the logo, and it looks sick. So those t-shirts are going to be up there. And then the last thing of business, okay, donations. There's a button on there, it's at the bottom, and you can donate to your favorite podcast, right? Now, what does that mean? I don't have any fucking advertisements on here. You know why? Because advertisers, they stop you from saying what you want to say. If I had an advertisement, if, if I had, if I had fucking NASA sponsoring me, right? Uh, would I be able to say, I don't know if the moon's real or not because I don't know if we've been there? No, I can't say that. But you know what? I don't have sponsors on here. And that's cool because you know what? Like maybe one day I will. I'm not going to say I'll never have that uh because your boys got to eat but do i have it now no fuck no and you know what i'm gonna say this in the future if i do have advertisements they'll never stop me from saying what i want to say right so if you donate to talkful radio you are a literal producer okay i've had donations for two episodes and let me tell you something the fucking response is overwhelming right and i really really appreciate it you guys help me to do this to talk all my fucking crazy bullshit in this microphone right what do i need what am i going to do with your donation i'm going to get a second microphone right because i've been doing interviews with my microphone and field recorders and you know what no i want two quality microphones and that's all your donations go to this podcast it's not for me fucking running around doing bullshit no it goes to this podcast because i do love doing it and i want it to be quality and that's what i want so donation button talkfulradio.com fucking download subscribe itunes stitcher tune in twitter facebook say what's up to me i really really appreciate it you guys are fucking amazing right okay uh and at the end of every episode i'm gonna list off the producers because you guys are the ones that produce this podcast. Uh, and the cool thing about that is it's a literal credit, right? You can put that shit on your resume because are we lying? No, not at all, right? We're not lying. You are a producer of this podcast. I will have credits. I will have written credits for everybody's name that does this. And again, Stephen Lee Clark, I love you. I appreciate everything. Okay, moving on. So I've known our guest today for a few years now, and I remember uh, one of the first times that we hung out, he looked over at me and he said, dog, I think I'm going to write a country record. And I was like, man, that's so tight. Not that I'm not that I'm the biggest like country fan. Right. But I'm uh, uh, I mean, Tim McGraw has some slaps. Uh, My old friend uh, live like you were dying. That's a, such a good album. Anyways. Uh, no, I just thought it was super cool that this guy, he's really good at what he does, but he's not tied to any sort of like rules right or other people's expectations the only expectations that he's tied to are his own 
And as an artist, as a human, I really appreciate that. And when you mix that sort of attitude with uh, just being a cool fucking guy, I appreciate him as a human. You know, he's one of the few people, right, that I wish I had a cybernetic, like, upgraded eyeball. Because then I could look at this fool and I could look into his brain and, and, and see how it works, right? Because his brain works on another level. Let me tell you, like, me, me and you were on this plane of like idiocy and 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 mediocrity right but nah he's on another level and he's doing his thing and he's really fucking good at it pioneering what he does i really appreciate his music i really fucking appreciate his attitude i really appreciate his intelligence his mind right uh and yeah so i'm really stoked to bring you my interview with blackie here we go all right blackie what's up man how's it going man what's up dark fool radio what's up <laughs> hell yeah Dude, <laughs> I'm, see my dog. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm we were just talking about this um honestly i've had i i'm just really stoked you're on here dude like the thing Me too, man. yeah yeah good like i don't know man there's just uh like i said i'm not like really cool with that many people but me and you, I think our brains kind of just like found some recognition in how yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's strange. You and your cousin, man. I don't know when I when I, when I met both of y'all like at the, almost the same time. I was like, yo, fuck with these motherfuckers hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and I was there, man. You drank a monster for the first time, and you were like. I'm going to drink this monster and rob some white folks. I'm like, man, I love this nigga. I just met this nigga. I love this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that shit. I forgot about that. Man, that for, <laughs> dude, that monster for sure fucked me up, too. That's so funny, dude. I don't fuck with energy drinks like that, man. They, they, they fucked me up. But oh oh that's funny and I remember one of the first times we hung out you were like you looked at me and you were like bro have you ever put nerds inside a Red Bull and I was just like oh my god dude that's like, yeah 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 because y'all were talking about lean like y'all had come to Houston and y'all were talking about lean I was like I'm on the opposite I'm trying to get as high as possible <laughs> dude nerds in the Red Bull sounds like. Oh my god, bro! I would just, I would just drink it and die right there. That sounds so fucking crazy. <laughs> when you told me that, I was just like, okay, this fool's definitely on a level that I need to try to get on. But yeah, man, like seriously, thank you, thank you for being on here. I'm very stoked. Yeah, thank uh, you. Very excited. So, uh, yeah, I met you through my cousin Guy. Shouts to Guy. That's my dog. Yeah, um, that's, that yeah, that's my my dog, my friend, my actual cousin. That's what I say to him when I see him. Like, what's up, actual cousin? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I throw that term around a lot, but it only means... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, y'all got y'all's whole different slang. Y'all call everybody cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, guys, guys, my actual cousin, very sick, dude. Uh, he was making music when I was just like... I don't know, a fat fool that just only cared about football, you know? And I was like, dude, you're, you're so sick. But yeah, man, um, it's good to talk to you. I, it's been, it's been a while. Like me and you, we talk every once in a while, but 
I mean, yeah, it's it's always good to see you, dude. I always like, I always feel yeah, comfortable dude. around someone whose mind seems to be on a level, maybe not the same one as mine. Like you might be on a level above it, but uh, we're we're definitely on a different plane, which I really enjoy. Hell yeah, we fucking in the same room. We're all inside room, parallel yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, I just uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit about like. Blackie, dude, like, first of all, I've always seriously appreciated, I, I appreciate this in anybody, when you don't feel tied to any sort, I mean, I guess we get this too, but uh, I don't give a fuck about that, like, like you really, <laughs> truly, you don't, you're not, you're not tied to any sort of genre, you just fucking do, you just make music, and that, to me, like seriously man it really strikes a chord with me because it's it's more like like me and you we're the artists and we make music i don't know about like everybody else but and i don't know how you feel about this but like me i make music for myself because if i don't do it i get depressed and i'm fucking gain weight and i sit in the corner and i don't talk to anybody you know and and yeah, everything don't. i yeah, so it feels like you're one of those people that that doesn't care about... Okay, I'm just going to say this. I was going to say this at the end of it, but it's tying in. So you don't know this, but you put out this tweet not too long ago, okay? And I screenshotted it, bro. I was like, this means like a lot to me, dude. And it was super simple. It was... You just tweeted out. You just said you don't need anyone to like your music, and I was yeah, like, yeah. dude, honestly, man, I was seriously just like, that's like that means so much, bro. Like, if any, like if everybody were to think more like that, I think the world, not only the art world, but like the world and individuals and their happiness and their and their fears would like like the fear would just go away and i think it's just like so tight that you think like that man it really yeah, means a thanks, lot man. Yeah. yeah man when i fucking out when the shit was about well, i could tell my whole story about what led to me to like type that or whatever the fuck think that but i was just like man what's the most aggressive thing i can say right now that just sums up like everything i'm about and I was like, man, you don't need nobody to like your music. You know what I mean? Like, there's also real, like, grandpa, like, blackism, like, nigga shit. Just, you don't yeah. need nobody to like your music. Like, some like some shit my dad would tell me if I was sad. Like, that's so tight, man. I feel like it. Yeah, man, that's tight. That's how I want to live. It kind of goes against what people are about right now. Everybody's about, like, being popular and like, selling a bunch of records. And I don't know what people are on right now, but that Dude. kind of mentality is like a... 180 reversal of that. Like, I don't need nobody to buy this. I don't need nobody to like this. So I yeah, do this for you, so I don't it out. Like, it's, it's so sick. If you're doing something for, like, yourself, like, to fulfill your creative, like, desires, or or just doing it for your mental health, or doing it for, because you're being selfish and you're saying, like, I want to be happy, I want to have fun, that's just so tight, man. It's how all art should start out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mental health, for sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely, dude. Yeah, man, because I was kind of like, oh, no, I, I don't want to go into the specifics of it, but I was like, kind of whack about some shit. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, I just had some, like, inner thing tell me, like, man, fuck that. I don't need nobody to like my shit. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not hating. Like, yeah, yeah, people love my shit. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? I love anybody that comes to my shows and fucks with it. But it was just kind of like an internal thing, like, you know, like trying to send a demo to somebody. You're trying to get somebody to hear something for whatever reason. And it's just clicking in my brain, like, Man, fuck them. I don't need nobody to like my shit. You know? Not even saying I like it. You know what I'm saying? That's not even saying I like it. You know, it's what I made. Like, a lot of times I don't even like my own shit, but it's like, back to like mental health, like, this is what I made. I don't need nobody to like it. It's already made. It's done. Like, exactly. That's what it's... came out. That's the sound that came out of my throat at that time. <laughs> like, yeah. That's so sick, dude. <clears throat> and it's like a, it's like a representation of like what you were doing, what you were feeling at that particular time. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's yeah. it's not for that's how I feel, man. I, I've been going through that too. Like nothing crazy, but like uh I started field agent and it's like, you know, at the beginning I tried to start that project for so long. And I was just like I'm this like metal dude that comes in here and is just gonna fuck everything up and like I don't know how to make this. Like I've never done this. And it seriously had to come down that to that right there it was just like man who fucking cares dude like i can't i can't like if i keep thinking like this i'm never gonna do anything you know mm-hmm. and, and then yeah just trying to send it out to people and seeing if a label who fucking cares dude who fucking cares man like it's something i made it's something i had fun making and because of the hours that i spent like in my computer uh like fucking with these like synths and anything like the drum machine like because of that time i spent uh i'm a little i prolonged like insanity for that much longer you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> word word that's how okay. i feel but yeah honestly I man just, like I yeah when i saw that tweet i was just like all right this is i wanted you to come on the show before and i think we talked about it before too but we're both like i've been super busy you got your own shit going on and and after i saw that i was like oh yeah like this is a brain that i have to have on the podcast you know what i'm saying it's so sick it's so sick i don't know about that <laughs> it's true bro i'm telling you man um well yeah so uh houston you grew up there right they're outside of it but i live outside of it you know people act some people act real snobby, kind of like whether you live in it or outside of it. I tell them, like, I'm the bat, like, yo, I live outside of it. You know, yeah. Houston's, like, spread the fuck out. Like, I live outside of it. I'm, yeah. I'm still, I still live here in the same fucking town. Oh, damn, that's tight. I really love Houston, man. Like, it's always had its uh, its own thing, dude. It, like, music-wise. Does yeah, that... dude, it really does. It's kind of weird because, like, yeah, a lot of bands come here and they never come back because, like, the show sucks or they get ripped off or they get the shit. But, you know, like, some shit will happen to where, like, Houston is just a bad impression. Like, there's no reason to play here. Like, it's a big city, a lot of people, but, like, you'll have a dead-ass show, you know? But, like, yeah. so I think the bands that get popular here, like my shit or Indian Jewelry or older bands that I looked up to, Insect warfare, it's like the bands that actually survive and come up here are just off of different shit, you know, because, you know, the popular bands can't make it here. So these, like, like fucking creep, weird-ass noise bands and my shit, whatever, like, like we survive it. I don't know, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Like an island or something. 
I mean, that's how. So, I, dude, I was listening to Insect for Warfare this morning. Uh, I was like getting coffee, and walking <laughs> out. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's what I was gonna say. Like, like for a lot of people, there's a lot of Houston rap that's like really fucking good. But for me, and and I like that too. But for me, I think of like yeah, Insect Warfare, uh, fucking incredible, uh, Hatred Surge, like yeah. one of my favorites, mm-hmm. dude. Like, like seriously, I still listen to it all the time it'll never get old it's just it's like that's yeah houston has always had some crazy shit like that yeah dude so sick yeah dude yeah that's what i love about it that's exactly what i think like houston's always had this like little off the wall like fucking weird shit do you think that that kind of guided you along in what you what you ended up doing today to some degree, yeah. Because um, I was doing my weird-ass shit, and then um, my homies from the next town over, Pasadena, they were like, I sent them something. Or they were, well, I was trying to join their band or whatever. And then they heard me rapping, and they thought I was pretty good at rapping just off the top. And then um, when I when they actually heard the tracks, like the noise and the beats and all that kind of shit, that's when they were like, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yo, you gotta go play in the city. You gotta go play in Houston. I'm like, why? He's like, man, people will flip out. I'm telling you, people will flip out. You go there playing this weird shit and rapping on it. I'm like, really? And he was all like, yeah, yeah. You ever listen to noise? And I'm like, what the fuck is noise? Like, I didn't even know what noise music was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just in my fucking room, like, making fucked up shit. And, like, I had a similar story, too, when I was younger. Like, I didn't know what school was. Like, I had just been hearing it my whole life, but I didn't know that, like, that was the name. Like, kids all tell me, you jam screw, you jam screw. I was like, what the fuck is screw? <laughs> and then, like, they played it. And I'm like, oh, that's what I've been hearing. Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you come up in it to yeah, where yeah. you don't see what it is around you. Like, I didn't know what screw was. I didn't know what noise was. Like, I was just doing my shit. Totally influenced by those things, but not even knowing what the fuck they were. That's so tight, dude. And it's it kind of lines up with what we were talking about, man. Like you're just ge- genuinely intaking this this stuff that you liked and it was influencing your music, but it wasn't you weren't like in this like noise scene where it was like, man, I got to make this noise, like everybody loves noise, like I need to do this noise thing, you know? That's fucking oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's more it's like genuine, dude. It's just like a it's like a genuine thing it's like a just yeah i guess like the intake of like influences from around you without like consciously like recognizing this exactly what i'm trying to do you know what i'm saying that's really tight yeah man plus i was young you know i'm like a teenager you know i didn't have a driver's license i didn't know shit like, i hadn't even kissed a girl you know what i'm saying like, i didn't yeah. know shit about the outside world at, at all on any level like aside from usually like just i didn't know shit like I just knew, like, take care of my parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, take care of myself, like, try to keep my shit straight and with my family. Like, it was weird. Yeah. You, did you, you play the sax, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you, like, is that something you did when you were young? Is that something you grew up doing or just, like, pick it up? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere? Well, I wanted to play the trumpet. I wanted to play the trumpet. And uh, the teacher was, like, moving too slow and he was kind of creeping me out a little bit. No offense <laughs> to that man. But he just kind of had weird, like, I don't know, I, I ain't trying to call accuse the man or nothing, because he's a nice dude. Yeah. But at times, being young and seeing this man, I'm like, yo, this nigga's creeping me out. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, like, it has been a couple of months in the trumpet class at school, 
And I came home, and my dad, man, like, if you think I'm uh, wild or anybody know anything about me, y'all think I'm something like, man, my dad is just, like, an aggressive nigga. <laughs> like, like, he's like, he looked Middle Eastern, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't... He'd get mad if somebody didn't call it, know he was black. But I'm like, dog, you look Middle Eastern. Like, why would anybody... <laughs> man, y'all come home one day, and he's just like, play something on that trumpet. And I'm like, he's from Louisiana, so he talk crazy, too. So. Yeah. Like, he ain't show me nothing here. Wait. See that thing. He like, he left. Slow was out. He left. He come back. Like, son had already gone down. I'm about to go to bed. He come back. I didn't have a trumpet no more. The fool went to it. He pawned the trumpet. Bought me a saxophone. Trump's home was like, yo, sit in this chair. I'm going to show you how to play this right now. And he had me playing the saxophone like that same night. Dude, that's so tough. Yeah, yeah. He played the saxophone in the 60s. He was in some bands in the 60s. Damn, but yeah, he sick. put me on the sack like that. And then the next day at school, I was supposed to go to trumpet class, but I guess my mom went up there and she was like, Michael Jordan, his dad got him a saxophone now, so y'all gonna have to change something? And like, I guess they worked it out. Like, they changed my old schedule and I got it in the saxophone section. So, I'm Dude, still playing. <laughs> that's sick. I, I was actually still, the opposite. Yeah, sorry, that's tight. I, I wanted to play the sax super bad when I was in like third or fourth grade and I was like, Dude, all I want to do is play the saxophone, like, so sick. And then I, like, my dad took me to, like, the rental store. And they were just, like, yeah. my dad just looked at the saxophone, and he was just, like, nah, fool, this is so expensive. And I was, like, oh, come on. And I was just, like, nah, like, I want to play the saxophone. He's, like, nah, fool, you, you can play the trumpet. And I was just, like, okay. <laughs> and then I just got the trumpet and started playing the trumpet. That's, yeah, that's super funny. That's tight, though, dude. So, so you grew up playing that. And so I was going to ask you this, like, when did you okay so when you decided like i know you said you grew up like like kind of just making your own thing and like seeing where it went and all this shit and like not really worrying about conforming it to any sort of scene but like when you did you like was this a conscious thing you did like look i'm not gonna do this like normal music i'm not gonna make this kind of music i'm not gonna make this did it? Did you think about that when you were younger, or did it just happen? Like it just naturally happened. It was all like accidents, man. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Like, uh, equal parts me being curious, but then equal parts like motherfucking accident. Like That's um, sad. like similar to that saxophone thing. Like that was totally random. How I got the sax. You know, my dad wigging out and then getting it for me, and then like the same thing getting me into like playing the bass guitar and punk rock, like. I was in lunch at school, and uh, everybody was asking everybody, all the metal kids, to so hang out with. They was asking everybody what they were getting for Christmas, and like, dudes were saying, like, I'm getting the guitar, I'm getting the bass, and shit. And they were coming up to ask me, and uh, <laughs> I like, I, I wouldn't ask you for shit for Christmas. It's kind of like how my mentality was sometimes with my family, like, like you know, like you better not ask for shit for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> So I wasn't even thinking about Christmas, you know, like, because the previous year I'd asked for things and gotten yelled at, so I knew not to ask for the shit. I wouldn't even, like, Christmas didn't exist. So <laughs> they get to me. Oh, I'm like, what you gonna do for Christmas? And since the kid, like, literally, this is how I am to this day sometimes. Since the guy next to me said he was getting the bass guitar, I just said, oh, I'm getting the bass guitar. Dude, that's so sick. I just did that shit the other day, ordering some food. Like, my wife was ordering something. I was like, man, whatever she got. Like, I don't even think. Like, I don't, sometimes questions, like, I can't answer them. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Well, then I started thinking about it, though. After that, I was like, damn, what is a bass guitar? Like, what What the fuck is that? Like, how can I fuck with that? Oh, okay. Like, 
talking to my dad about it again. And then my dad, I guess, I guess he just wanted to keep me out of like harm's way. Like I guess he knew like a black kid in Texas, like I could easily just end up like missing on the news. Cops kill me. Like he, I guess he was trying to protect me in his own way. So I think I noticed this now older. When I asked my dad for a musical instrument, even though he didn't want me fucking with that shit, he would always somehow find a way to get me that. So we back in the pawn shop again, and he's like trying to figure out like how can I get this little dude a bass guitar. So like I find one, and uh, it had a Dead Kennedy sticker on it, Damn. and I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that was. I just saw the word Dead Kennedy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? So then like that's back when like Napster and all that shit was popping. Yeah. So like. I didn't know what it was. I figured it was a group, a band. It's hard to imagine a world before, like, iPhones and, like, fast internet. Like, I had dial-up. So I'm trying to, like, figure shit out. It was like, and I knew it wasn't a band in my... I have an older sister. She would tell me about bands sometimes. She never mentioned this band to me. So I'm like, well, this is some shit my sister ain't even about. So let me see. So I started hitting after for some Derek Kennedys. I'm like, damn, this shit is bad. What yeah, the fuck is this man saying? He sound like Elvis. What the fuck is this shit? And but the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, yo, this is how I feel. Like I'll be putting I'll be putting nerds in my red bull. Like <laughs> this is yeah. how I'm feeling. Fans like this. So that's kinda what got me like you see what I'm saying, like accidents, you know what I'm saying? And then like figuring out like, oh, that's what that shit is. That's what noise is. This is what hardcore punk is. And like, yeah. So That's tight, dude. That's <laughs> that's really tight, man. Like, yeah, that's I we had very similar paths, man. Like like I went to I went to a like a this weird new metal show because I went to like when I was in I, I was probably like eleven years old, and it was at like some community center, and I didn't know what a bass guitar was either. And I was like watching this fool with like huge like jinkos, right? And and like he had his hair in like all those rubber bands, you know, like hell rubber bands like the oh, new okay. metal shit you know and i saw yeah, like this style, yeah. yeah exactly and i saw this full playing bass and i was like i'm trying to play that guitar right there like that's so <laughs> sick yeah. and this fool was like thrashing around like moshing and their band was like i don't even know i was 11 and it was probably just like uh, like amazingly awful but i was like dude, yeah, that probably so bad it was good or something exactly yeah. and i was like this is so sick and i did the same thing i did the exact same thing dude i like asked for a bass <laughs> for christmas and my mom grew up listening to like funk and all that shit so she was like hell yeah she got me a 99 bass and to me i was just like super young i was like this is like it was like the most like sparkling beautiful thing i'd ever seen you know what i'm saying and 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 she got me a millennium funk cd and i was like oh it's over i'm gonna learn this whole cd from back to front and i yeah you had millennium funk party yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 dude that shit was so the orange orange one yeah it was orange dude so good oh i got that same one it's so sick yeah. Man, that's what I'm saying, man. That's what I fuck with you, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's tight. It's very it's my similar, My family used to tease me for years. Like, oh, Millennial Folk Party. Mike got Millennial Folk Party. Yeah, that's dude. That's what my mom did. My, mom, <laughs> my mom's going to listen to the show and be like, hell yeah, dude. I like Mike. <laughs> dude, it's so tight. And yeah, that was... Yeah, that was me, dude. I was just like, literally, I mixed in. I didn't know what shit was, so I was like 
thinking about that guy in my mind, like thrashing around, jumping around, but I was learning these funk songs. So I was in my room and I was like kicking shit over, playing like like brick house. You know what I'm saying? I was just yeah. like, oh, fucking this shit's hard. And then, yeah, dude. And then like, I don't know. I got to Rage's Machine when I was like 12 and then it was over. I was just like, this is the hardest shit. And then, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's so sick, man. That's so tight. Um, I was actually, dude, I've been like wanting to start a funk band so bad. And I was like literally set up all my shit because we tour so much that I don't really like, I put my bass like in the corner when I'm not on tour and I just like take a break from it. But lately I've just been like, dude, playing bass is so fun, dude. It's like, I genuinely have like come full circle and remembered how fucking fun playing bass is, dude. I don't know. I was just like, I love this instrument, dude. It's like, it's, and I think it has to do with like the frequencies of it. Like, like, everything in the universe vibrates at a certain frequency and i think that like those low end like rumbling like bass sounds i mean that's why i got into synths was like to shake apartments like to the ground you know and i was just like dude i don't know it kind of just started making sense to me that i like playing bass guitar you know and i was just like like i play guitar too but that like like pounding like gnarly like that shit will make you throw up man i hell like it it's so it's so tight but that's so sick millennium funk dude that's like maybe we're we're the same age too maybe we were doing that shit at the same time yeah i think we were um are you are you like a gear guy do you like do you when you write your beats and all that stuff do you have certain like hardware that you really feel attached to or is it more of like an evolving thing like i'm i i kind of land somewhere in the middle i really love software i really love ableton but there's like definitely a couple drum machines that i'll probably use forever i don't know are you that way do you care about hardware and synths and shit or no yeah i got one drum machine it's like my favorite one it's like probably the one i've used on the most recording like Mm. i fuck with this one drum machine and um Anything else, I kind of like, man, I'm kind of real simplistic. I like whatever's going to work. So if I find something that works and, like, doesn't break or doesn't fry out or crap out on me, then I'll stick with it. Yeah, I'm so kind of the same way. Dude. I take gear. Yeah. I can't stand when it should be breaking and not functioning right. But if I find something that works, like, that's it for life. Like, I'm rolling with it. Yeah, that's cool. I'm the same way, man. Like, the last thing I'm trying to do is spend, like, thousands and thousands of dollars on equipment. Cause that's some shit I've never, I've never had the means to do that, man. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I can't fuck with that. Like people, yeah, they think it's the gear. It's like, nah, it's you, man. Absolutely, absolutely. That's and that's you need how. To fix yourself. I think that's like I think I've talked about this before with like Tony Molina or something. Like, like I didn't grow up like dirt like poverty poor but i didn't grow up in a in a house that i could fucking be like oh i'm gonna save my money and go buy this sick ass amp like that's never been something i've been able to do and i appreciate that because now you can give me any fucking like 200 dollar like piece of shit like even less like whatever amp and i'll be able to make something with it you know and i I like that i like that i think i think it's cool 
especially when I got into Ableton, man, I was like, dude, I can use my fucking phone. And like, dude, when I first started writing like anything elect- like electronic music, I would look up synth demos on YouTube and put it into my in into Ableton and then make it different, you know? I was like, no yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, dude, I Man, still, I need to fuck with this. it's sick. It's sick. I mean, well, that's my next question. Do you, do you like you record yourself, right? Yeah. Is that's yeah. Is that something that you like it like that? Like the recording process to you, is that like valuable to you to you like it? Like, uh, do you do it yourself out of like, I just don't want to pay someone a bunch of money to do it. Or do you just like genuinely like it as a part of the process to you? I think it's just a bunch of things, man. I think it's also just kind of like uh, feeling like ignorant about things. I think I remember like some, some dudes I used to play music with came over and they saw some shit I was fucking with, like some beats and like some rap. And they were like, oh man, you're doing it all wrong, man. It's all square. Like, because I had it up so loud, you know what I'm saying, to make the noise, like, yeah. you know, I tell them, y'all, you need to turn it down, it's too loud, it's not supposed to look like a square like that, or whatever, it's all red, and like, that made me feel like, mad dumb, you know what I'm saying, like, real ignorant, <laughs> but see, I like the way it sounds, yeah. so like, I think that's carried on to today, where it's like, yeah, I don't want to say nobody, and I also don't want to like, take my shit to somebody, and they come telling me like, oh, you got it up loud, you're doing it wrong, it's like, yo, man, like, you really think I'm doing it wrong, but... Yeah, I don't think so because like, I'm getting results like the way I'm kind of doing my shit right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is how I wanted to sound. I don't care if you think I'm doing it wrong. So yeah. it's kind of like that too, just being like oppositional or being like confrontational about it. Like that's sick. I don't really have time for too many rules. Yeah, absolute same. I just went through that too. I played a field agent show in Vancouver, and the sound guy. I was sound checking, and this fool was like, "So." uh... <laughs> Is it supposed to sound like this? And I was like, man, shut your ass <laughs> up. I gave you a left and a right and just make it loud, dude. Like, that's all you got to yeah. do. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. Like, I, it's a weird thing. Do you ever, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm not like a timid dude, but it's more, maybe it's like annoying to me. Like, I never wanted to just ask somebody about Ableton, you know? Like, just because it's like, I'm going to ask you so many questions that are straight off the top, like the most basic shit ever that you're probably just going to fucking think I'm like a, a dumbass. I've had like one or two people in my life. Uh, Ryan from youth code is one of them. Like I've felt really comfortable with just like sitting down and be like, all right, I'm going to ask you like the most basic shit on the planet. And you know, I, I like that. And then, and then, if you give me an inch, like I'll take it a mile for sure. But like, you gotta get that inch, man. Like that shit's hard as fuck. I mean, YouTube too. I, I'm like, I watch YouTube so much just to learn anything. But yeah, it's a good, it's a good learner, man. Like, man, it's so you gotta do anything on there. How to fix your house? How to fix your car? Like, dude, yeah, you crazy fool. It's like, man, like some fifth element shit. How you type this shit in, and like everything comes out of it. Yeah, like I'm the same. Yeah, I, I use I remember being in SF. I was a bike messenger and I was like, I don't know shit, man. I'm just going to fake it. I need money. And then like my bike would break and I would pull over and like look at YouTube how to fix it. And I had a Leatherman. No and I would shit. just like fix it. Yeah. yeah. 
I just had to. Like when you're just like, all right, if I don't deliver this fucking yuppie sandwich, I'm not gonna be able to eat later. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just YouTube the shit on the side of the road. So funny. Um. So tour tour is a big thing for uh, me and you. Like it's, I have like such a love hate relationship with it. So I know that for real. Yeah, you you often tour by yourself, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah. that to Maybe. me, like, for I think we talked about this, like, not too long ago, but, like. Yeah, last time y'all was in town, probably. Maybe when I was out there one time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, in L.A. Uh, dude, that to me sounds, like, incredible. But I know from someone's, like, point of view that's done it a lot, like, do you. Do you? It might be different. Like, do you love touring by yourself, or or do you look forward to having someone like accompany you and shit? Like when you go on tour with somebody else. Man, sometimes I think I'd rather kick it by myself, man. For real, like one hundred percent same. Yeah, just solo. I mean, it's scary. It's sketchy. Like you can get shit can get bad real fast. You know, you just want deep the whole time, but it kind of keeps your uh, defenses up too. Like, 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 you never get caught slipping when you buy. Well, I don't, cause I'm by myself. You know what I'm saying? Somebody offer me a drink, I'm like, hell no. Nah. You know, yeah. I already know. Like, I'm not fucking with no drinks. I ain't hitting no blunts. I ain't, you know, I ain't taking no pills. I can't identify. Like, I'll be so like just on, like not falling up. So sometimes when you get around other people, or people rolling with you, like you feel more leeway to fuck around. But yeah, it's cool. To, it's cool to have somebody with you to watch your back and talk shit with. Yeah, but. Rolling solo is fun for me. Yeah, dude. I see. For me, I God, it sounds like I just am like such a solitary fool. Anyways, like when I'm home, I kick it by myself. When I'm on tour, like my band are like my best friends, and I still will just like sit in the back. I just kind of like being by myself, especially since I like stopped drinking, stopped doing anything else. Like I just actually, I I just really like it way more, man. And I feel like yeah. touring by myself is like the pinnacle to me. Like I want to do it so bad. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna happen a lot, and some someday down the line, I'd be like, "This fucking sucks." But yeah, man, that sounds so sick. Um, yeah, it's some real cowboy shit, man. It's cool to fucking travel like a far distance by yourself too, because like you see how far you can get, like in your head, before you finally lose it. I like doing that too, like pushing yourself out of your head so far. When you get back home, you might have changed a little bit. Yeah. But, like, when you go on tour by yourself and you come back home, you're not the same person. Yeah. Same person. yeah that's so sick. <laughs> I get back home, like, y'all a different nigga. Like, totally different. <laughs> Dude, I do this thing, too. When I when I lived in L.A., I would go back to the Bay a lot to, like, see my dad and all that shit. And, and it's, like, a yeah. five-hour drive. And I would make myself, like, drive all five hours in silence. Like, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do you do shit like that? Yeah, yeah, no music. I mean sometimes music but then yeah, sometimes like for a few days or something, there's no music. Like see how far I can get. Like yeah, you know, I'm cussing myself out. Like I'm in the car cussing myself out for like shit I did like ten years ago, you know, like it's crazy, <laughs> like just getting far out, you know, like Yeah. I'm fucked with it. Yeah, me too. I love it, man. Like I'll I'll like force ideas upon myself. Like, okay, like you're not gonna fucking distract yourself with like 
this guitar tone or like whatever this fool's like playing or whatever like silence silence you know what i'm saying for like as long as you can handle it and yeah it's uh <laughs> i'm i'm so into that like sometimes i'll turn on the heater and shit and like see how crazy i feel uh that's like i thought about that though and i was like man maybe i shouldn't do this shit though like because like i'll like get dizzy and pass out or something on the freeway yeah <laughs> yeah, fuck with that one. yeah. um so tell me like i know that my band deals with this uh field agent deals with this a little bit but like you seem to be like in this middle ground with your music where you can kind of just tour with anybody right like uh i i think i first met you because you and guy like i think you and guy had been friends and and you guys did a tour together and maybe i my memory's fucked up but like i think maybe that's when i first met you is when you guys like played together or something like that i don't know but do you do you enjoy like being in that little gray area where you can tour with anybody at all like or or is it does i mean does it just what it's whatever right does does it not matter Sometimes it's like, uh, sometimes it backfires, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends on how you want to look at things, to be honest. Like like you said at the end, like, do I give a fuck? No. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm making, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make what I continue to make, and I'm going to play what I can play. But, like, yeah, I think, like, if you, like, are trying to, like, get out there, sometimes it is beneficial. Like, yo, I can play any show, anywhere with anybody. But then sometimes it's also kind of whack, because then it's like, you know, they'll be having a rap showcase here and the punk night there and like you know your ass ain't invited to either of them it's like damn I could have ripped either one of them damn y'all totally messed me up yeah. <laughs> but um I mean it is what it is like my son is like really in the pirates now and I just kind of feel like that like he's like a pirate shit like a pirate shit like pirates don't fuck with nobody except they're all kind like they just roll across the ocean and like <laughs> they Damn. might fuck with this thing or that thing or they might form a quick ally and then they just back roaming across. So, like, I guess that's kind of like a good metaphor. Like. Damn, that's sick. That's a, that's a fucking, that's a good thought. I always acquainted it to, like, I used to work at this bookstore and, like, like when I was younger and I never read it, really, but there was this comic, right? I, like, just glanced through it briefly because someone, uh-huh. like, threw it on the table and there's this comic called Lone Wolf and cub right and it was this like it was this dude he was like a samurai guy this is like a long time ago and i was i was like whoa this is crazy he literally just is by himself and he would literally and then he found this like child right and he was this like crazy ass like warrior that would like fucking kill anybody and like but he like he found this like child and and he was like all right like me and you are it and like i was like oh damn like maybe like the child like because i've just always been like a solitary fool so like i'll just be by myself and maybe that's me and like the child is like any like random fool i come across in the world that like i actually feel like cool with you know and like yeah, word. and in this comic it was like this fool didn't give a fuck about anything in the world except for himself and like that child you know and i was like that's sick dude like this fool was just like I just I just kind of identified with it, man. Maybe I should read it in my older age, <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, tight. I want to look that up. Yeah, yeah, it's called Lone Wolf and Cub. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know much about it. I just know that, and I was like, I remember being a young fool, like, damn, this is sick. Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> I want to be like that. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> fuck with anybody. 
but yeah, no, I'm just, it's it's tight. I think that's a that's a tight way to look at it. I never thought about that. What's coming up in the future, man? Like, do you have anything, like any like touring, any shows, like any music you're coming out with? What's going on with you in the future? Man, I was working in his office like the past year or so or whatever. Since the last album came out, I had to go give me a little square job and like back my money back up. Yeah. And so I just quit that probably like nine months ago. Sick. I just been recording since then. So the new album is like almost fucking done. Like I'm mad at myself that it's taking this long, but it's been like months and months and months, like putting all these instruments and noises together and all this fucking shit. So like it's finally done almost. That's so like sick. that'll come out. And then I just want to, like, pull hard after that. And then, like, yeah, start to cycle over again. You know, you start over again to find a little square-ass job and, like, yeah. build and drop it, drop something else, man. Yeah. I don't know. Man. That's sick, dude. Like, dude, we have, okay, like, you heard it first, but, like, on here. But, like, no, when, when, when my shit dies down, dude, you got to come to the East Coast, man. We'll, like, plan a fucking East Coast tour together or something. Like, I would be so... That'd be so sick. I have a van and shit. Like, we could just... And East Coast yeah. isn't that bad because everything's close together, dude. Like, the drive... Yeah, everything here is close up, dude. Yeah, we should do that, yeah, man. man. We should, like... In the future, we'll just try to figure that out, dude. We should totally, totally do that. That'd be so fun, dude. For real. Anytime but the... Uh, anytime but the winter, dude. Because, like, fuck. That shit's the worst thing ever. We just got last last winter. We were touring. We were on the East Coast and we got stranded on the freeway, dude. Just like really? like for we had to spend the night on the freeway. It was fuck yeah because of the snow. It was fucked up. Blizzard. Wow. Oh, I'd never seen a blizzard like that before, dude. I was literally like, oh, this is this is real. I didn't know this is a thing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That sounds fucking heavy, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, man, what's, the, what's next for y'all, though? Oh, shit, dude. We're, we got, like, we're doing Atlanta. We're going to Europe. It's all this summertime, like, festival stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, yeah. I moved to New York, right? Um, dropped my sh- I drove here because I wanted to drive across country. So, like, I drove across country. Like, okay, I got... I'll tell you. Yeah, we did Australia. Got to LA I already I packed my shit before we left to Australia so I got to LA that night I put all my shit in the van that I just bought and then left the next morning drove to New York dropped my shit off in the in the apartment and then flew out to <laughs> yeah this shit was crazy dude it was like uh I don't even like honest this is how bad it was like I just don't remember what I've been doing but like we did, uh, we did South America, which was amazing. And then I got back. I had two, like two days or something like that. We did, uh, then we did Chicago, a couple of fests, got back, literally had two days, like fucking went to Japan, got back. This is the first time I've had, I've literally, I moved to New York like a month and a half ago and I've been here for like maybe two weeks. So that's crazy, man. Yeah, this is the though, man. I'm yeah. glad y'all kidding. Yeah, it's 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 cool. I'm I yeah. Obviously, like live shows are are what <clears throat> like are why the reason like the reason I got into music, man. Because it's like the funnest part of everything to me. Um, I used to say that recording was my least favorite. It was the opposite. But now that I started recording my own stuff. 
I kind of, I kind of really enjoy recording. So like, it was kind of what oh, you were yeah. talking about. I just like started just trying to figure shit out by myself and like solve these problems on my own and like figure it out. And that process yeah. has like definitely gave me a little bit of like my own sound, I guess. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like my yeah. only thing is like, if I don't use my brain, like it'll, and I think this is kind of a, a hindrance too. Like if I don't use it, if I stop using my brain for like 30 seconds, I feel like I'm getting dumber. So like, I just stack <laughs> like, yeah. so like when I started recording field agent stuff, like I was just like, okay, this is this whole new world. So I just got to get better and better at it for like the rest of my life. So I think, and I think oh, that's, yeah. that's all you can really ask for is to like your, your current recording to sound better than the last one. Right. You know? So mm -hmm. I, know. Yeah. Well, I think, I think I'm on that right now. I know you, we talked and I, and, and you got to send me a sax thing. Like whenever, whenever you can, cause I will absolutely yeah. love to, to like dive into it and, and, and put it in there. It'll be sick as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see something crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Something um, Hell yeah. So my last, okay. My last question is the one that I've been waiting for. Cause like, again, like I met you, me and you, our brains were kind of just like sick. All right. Like this is going to be tight. <laughs> so, and like that, you know, when you came to LA, we were just walking around, like talking about like what we've been tripping on. And so I know that you trip on some like crazy shit like me, like, and, and I, I mean, like for me lately, uh, dude, I hate to say this stuff, but like, I just, I truly okay besides how crazy the real world is right now like I mean yeah. this is a time in in politics that I don't think I I think it's pretty historic time uh in how shitty it is like not in a good way but like in like you know overseas like the Brexit was a really big thing I'm an, I love news but also I'm just I trip on like what I've been tripping on lately is like how all the world is staged. I don't believe any of this shit. Like it's kind of a sickness. Like I don't believe things. So like I'll read the news. I kind of read the news with like, Oh, let's see what's totally fake and how, and how the elite is like guiding our lives along for us. You know, uh, I do that. Yeah, all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah, what's some, like, have you been tripping on anything lately? Like just stuff that you've been like thinking about a lot, like, fuck dude, like anything weird or whatever. Oh, hell yeah, man. I stay tripping dog, man. Know. You know that shit, man. I, I know. have to do a whole part too. talking about this uh, <laughs> paranormal shit. I mean, I'm out here fucking with ghosts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah <laughs> All yeah. kind of silly shit. Yeah. But, um, man, what really had me tripping, I guess recently, Man, it was Obama's speech at the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. That shit me fucked up. Yeah. Like, I'm a pessimistic-ass nigga. So yeah. when this man, this man got up here, yeah, he's still an optimistic. Yeah. Now, I was feeling so happy. I was like, yo, he's right, man. We America. We're going to take, we're going to take, we're going to do what we got to do. And like, all this shit. But then my brain probably snapped that speech like you were saying. And I was like, man, this shit ain't real. It's That's his real, job dude. is to make you feel optimistic. Fuck yeah. that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I started clicking, like, real quick, you know, pulling myself down some notches. And I was thinking, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I get it now. Like, I think Obama 
they all easy, man. Like, um, it's, he might be more, he might potentially, I don't know, take it back off of like sci-fi movie shit. Like, he might be the ultimate dark force. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, anybody that's able to capture, like, half the country or most of the country's attention and make yeah. them feel optimistic like that, like anybody who can control, like, the frequencies coming out of their mouth and their tongue and their face, to that degree to where, like, I'm watching this and getting drawn in, like, hypnotically. Exactly. Like, yo, that dude got power. Like, that's what's up. Like, Trump thinks like, think he's doing something, but, like, yo, Obama, he really got the juice, like, because yeah. he had, like, a nigga like me feeling, like, optimistic, like, I was like, nah, man, this shit's all wicked. They all wicked. They all killing civilians, drones. Dude. Black people's lives ain't increased. Like, this shit, like, they all off some garbage, man. Like, I'm not falling for none of it. It's like, that's I guess, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel, man. And dude, exactly what you're saying, dude. It's like the it's not only like the frequencies of their voice, but it's the cadence, like the rhythm that he speaks in is like it literally you just like zone out. Dude, like like I'll watch his speech of his and I'll just like be like, damn, I'm like cross eyed right now. I'll be like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like I need a snap. Yeah, dude. I, I think Michelle is like that too. Like, well, I was listening to Michelle and the first thing I thought was like, okay, they definitely have the same speech like teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. they work together. I know they're married and they spend a lot of time together, but like there's, okay. And then the other thing that really got me was this whole thing about the DNC and the leaked emails and for me, it's so, so this, you might understand. So like when we found out that the DNC was stacked against Bernie Sanders, right? Through leaked emails. So it's like literal proof, right? I mean, if you want to believe that that, which I want to, I, I want to believe that those emails are real, right? So, so I, I do, I do think so. Uh, so we as like a country have literally just been told proven that this system is rigged and and it's it's a proven fact now so the emails came out the head of the dnc washerman schultz had to step down hillary puts her directly back on her team and then the person that steps in to take over the DNC, to take over Washerman Schultz's position was also implicated in the emails, in the same emails. So, oh, no okay, I didn't know that part. Yeah, okay, so we're looking at this, this series of events that's unfolding, right? And we're saying, okay, like, like, what more do we need, right? Like, like that's what I'm saying, dog. Yeah, I'm surprised people ain't burning shit out in the street. Like you just found out your crazy. whole democracy is fake. It's all fake. It's like, all you just found fake, it out, dude. And that's what was. That's what I've been tripping on lately. Was like, okay, like I, I've been forever known that this is all bullshit. Like forever, I knew it a long time ago. But like now that it's out in the open and the general public is choosing to like ignore it like what the fuck i dude that's what i've been tripping on like this should be like groundbreaking this system is not here for you like it's here to keep people in place like to keep these strategic pieces 
in their place to benefit a very small percentage of this country, right? So, but that's the thing. It's not a mystery anymore. Like, we know it. And people are still just like, like, like going on with their own, like, everyday lives. And it's fucking freaking me out dude like i'm tripping on it like i'll be walking down the street and i'll just look at your average person and i'll just like they're like i'll just look at them like how can you live like this but i mean i guess yeah, i am real, too man. i get you know i guess i guess i am too and i guess someone could argue like what are we supposed to do but like fuck yeah man. i'm making art that's what i'm doing like that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. dude that's, ex- out of prison. that's exactly <laughs> yeah I, I mean i feel you know dog like, i'm the kind of I'm the type, like, I ain't even trying to sound like no hard-ass, no tough guy, no, but I'm just like, oh, wow, child, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like most people ain't on that, though, like, and the people that are on that wild child shit, like, they just, you know, they, they, they're doing dumb shit with it. But, like, yeah, man, people have been, like, beaten down to the point where nobody wants to be confrontational no more. Yeah. Like, and this is, like, a time to be confrontational as fuck. I'm not saying, like, burn shit down and go too crazy, like, lose your lose whatever freedom they pretend we have. But like, yo, people need to be confrontational right now. You're right, everybody's walking around playing Pokemon or eating, oh, like, you know, me too. Like, I'm eating fast food. You know what I'm saying? I'm just skipping and like fucking whatever, hitting Pornhub, like, like just whatever. <laughs> but nah, people really need to be getting confrontational right now. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I'm putting I, it in my music. That's all I can say for myself without sounding like a hypocrite. Is like, I'm putting it on my music. Yeah, I totally agree with you right there. Like, like the only way for me, I don't, you know, I'm not speaking for anybody else, but like for me, myself, uh, the only way to get along in this, like, like I said, man, I've, I've been known, like you, you've been known that this thing is all fucked oh, up. Oh, yeah, man, it's just like, my dad, we playing George Carlin, like, vinyls, like, George Carlin yeah. records, and George Carlin be saying that shit, like. A long time ago. Two yeah. party system is bullshit, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, now it's out in the open. What the fuck? Exactly. And it's so crazy, man. (laughs) It's so crazy to me that it's, like, in the open and nobody's fucking talking about it. Like, it's, I don't know. But, yeah. If they are talking about it, they're posting on Facebook. I feel like Facebook is, like, some government shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, to go off on another tangent, I feel like you don't get to become a billionaire unless they, like, approve you to become one or something. Absolutely. to make an app or a website like Facebook and the dude's a billionaire and like, yeah, people's outrage is getting directed into like ones and zeros instead of like out here in the fucking street. Yeah. You know, out here on like a boycott. You know what I'm saying? Like some real shit. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, and you want to talk about Facebook? Like I 100% agree with you, dude. Like, and, and the Facebook billionaire, it's, it's a known thing that like you want to talk about scary. The guy that runs Facebook has the ability to like move these trends and like approve of what you're able to see. Anybody can post anything, you know, but like you yeah. might only be able to see what this guy lets you see. And it's so crazy. It's like, yeah. uh, talk about like nudging and guiding an entire population of people. It's, terrifying to me dude i and i wonder i 100 percent agree with you that in this like in this system that we're like forcibly like stuck in uh well i don't mean stuck like but you you know i'm saying we grew up here we grew up in this and this is where we are so in the attempt to make the best out of this position and also just be happy and and 
and not give in to like complacency, I make art. Just like you said, you know what I'm saying? And it's like the only thing yeah. that's pure and it's the only thing that I'm doing like that one, I guess like when I make art, man, like until I sign with some fucking major label, which will probably never ever happen. Like, like it's for myself, you know? And it's for, it's for improving upon myself. It's for making like, trying some feeble attempt to be happy with myself and produce something that didn't exist before I made it. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, man, you said it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it's so, it's like incredible to do that. If it's music, if it's a fucking painting, if it's a, a article, anything at all. It's so crazy to me that people have the ability to make something that didn't exist before. Yeah. And just make like you said, shit. yeah, just like <laughs> you said, man, it's like, it's the only way to like really act in your own interest, whether it be like happiness or whatever. And, and not be making some fucking other fat motherfucker rich behind some curtain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You. Shit, art might be all that's left, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine, like, you're at the end of the world, right? And it's like, yo, prove you're a human. Make some new shit. And, like, you gotta make some new Dude. shit, like, on the spot. Like, if I, you can't do it, you gotta get the fuck out. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> prove you're like, a human, man, for real. Like, me and you should create a community. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should go to the fucking... We should tie together boats, fucking go in the middle of the ocean, because it's the only thing that's untouched, you know what I'm saying? And then to get on the boat, like, you can, can you can like, have a boat come out, but you have to stop on the horizon and then swim to us and then be able to, like, produce something on the spot, you know what I'm saying? Like, or you can't come on because you're just, you're somehow, you're attached to, like, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying? Like, some shit like that. I don't, dude, that's how I feel. I think you're right. Like very primitively, like art is what separates us from your fucking mustard gas, like mouth breather. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's <laughs> so, so cool. And, and I think it's cool that, that like people like you realize that, you know, because it's not, there's a lot of artists that fucking don't, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of artists that read Huffington Post and go, base their opinions off what they read and that awful disgusting shit i fucking hate huffing to post i'm sorry but yeah i just it's really <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. crazy and it's honestly no. man, it's refreshing to hear someone talk like that because like see this is why i knew this last question man i was going to be really into it because like <laughs> i had no doubt in my mind that we were gonna be able to like go on about something you know I know, man. This is what we talk about in person, anyway. I know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you go true. on and on and on and on, man. I just read about this thing. It's called like the um, last universal common ancestor. Uh huh. You heard of that shit? I I don't know. I'm not sure. What is it? I was fucking. I'm a total hypocrite. I saw the link on Facebook, but whatever. <laughs> oh no, dude. I mean, you it's you, like you decide what you put like, out of it. They scan like mad genomes and like all the living organisms on the planet and they were able to like do this thing and like figure out that like the 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 fucking like creature, whatever you want to call it, I don't even like it's not even an animal, you know what I'm saying? It's like a little 
bacteria. It's like a little thing. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's nothing. It's like, but it's actually like the, the first sign of life. So it's called like the last universal common ancestor. Uh-huh. And like from this thing, like all forms of life, like deviated and grew from. Damn, it was like the crazy. first sign of life on Earth. It was like underwater in like those volcanic vents in the ocean, oh, like in the yeah. prehistoric ocean. Dude. And because of like the gases and shit reacting, it created this like, yeah, I don't know what you call it, organism, like pre-primitive pre- organism. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, they call it the Luca last universal common ancestor. That shit tripped me out. Oh, I'm, I'm typing it right now so I could uh, go check <laughs> it out. But that's sick. I love reading about like those, um, those like thermal vents in the ocean that are releasing methane and, and all this crazy shit because then there's life, there's like entire ecosystems of life that are not based on sunlight and not based on oxygen and it's a totally different thing. And that to me is more proof than any other thing that there is likely life out there in space because it's like these common denominators Uh of water and fucking sunlight they don't apply to all life you know and we have evidence of that here on earth it's so sick so sick yeah Yeah, man i knew i knew that uh i was gonna enjoy this interview and i absolutely have it was very very i mean i I knew from the beginning i and like (laughs) I knew you had to be on this show, so it's great. Thanks, I'm super man. happy. Yeah, man, I, I was, I've been jamming all the whole from back when you first posted them, I guess. Yeah, and sick. Yeah, I'm stoked. You, yeah, this is this is the first episode of like the new, more streamlined, more accessible uh, talk pool. So we'll see. <laughs> season two, season yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the exactly. Case, let's go. Let's go. So yeah, man, like once again, uh, seriously, thank you for coming on here. I really like, I feel like you're one of those fools that like has this certain knowledge that should be put out there because uh, it's some genuine, like untouched land, you know what I'm saying? Where there's like actual quality, uh, like things to be discovered you know that's how i feel about your brain so <laughs> thanks a lot yeah man thanks dude thanks dude yeah dude i will real, fucking man. yeah seriously i'm really stoked you came on here i feel like i've wanted this to happen for a long time so i'm really happy that it finally happened yeah man i'm so happy to hear from you man for real like i love talking to like people i'm like real tight friends with but i don't see like every day it's, like, yeah. it means a lot to me yeah, well, I mean, I, it needs more to be than some of the fools I see on the regular. Like, that's how I feel. Like, yeah, man. I love talking to you, man. Yeah, seriously, same. It's a, it's one of those things, and this is kind of the theme of my life. But like, I have really close friends that I never talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never and yeah. I barely ever see. And those are my favorite people because it's when I do talk to them, it just picks up right where we left off, and that's the best feeling. And I'm stoked. Yeah. Man. Um. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you so much. I will be talking to you soon. Let's figure out a fucking tour together, dude. That's the best idea. Hell ever. yeah, I'm uh, fucking, I'm down to make some noise. Always, dude. We could, we could like play our respect, like our sets, and then play like a collaboration thing. That'd be sick as fuck. Oh shit, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. So tight. <laughs> Just like that.
Yeah, yeah. I'm totally down. We can make it happen. It's be easy as fuck. Ooh, stop the snacks, all the all top and shit. Yeah. Oh, like, dude. Sort of like uh, like that motherfucking band in the first in the Star Wars New Hope in the cantina, like the cantina band. Yeah. That'd be sick. All right, man. Well, that is Blackie, uh, one of my favorite people, Mines. Um, thank you so much for coming on here, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks. All right, sick. That was my interview with Blackie. Uh, like I said, wonderful human, wonderful mind. Uh, you can find Blackie on Bandcamp, Blackie, all caps with spaces. Uh, you should go there, check out all his shit, support him directly. Uh, because he fucking deserves it, man. He's been doing this for a long time, and he's fucking killing it. Uh, so, producers, I really, really want to thank today's producers. Uh, again, you guys helped this podcast be a reality. So we got Javon Kellogg from Detroit, Michigan. Second time he's come through. Lawrence Taylor from Manchester, UK. Uh, not only a cool dude with COF Records, he's doing some cool stuff, but... That's the same name as one of my favorite football players ever, uh, Lawrence Taylor. He's kind of a psycho, but whatever. Celia Cruz, Groovetown, Georgia. Brittany Mullins, Cleveland, Ohio. And Jeff, with a G, Bishop, Baltimore, Maryland. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the support. Uh, because of you, this podcast is getting better. It's going to sound better. It's going to be fucking more consistent. And it's all because of you guys, okay? So I'm going to leave you guys with... Blackie is a wasteland off his record 2013 Fuck the False. Peace. I never met a child who ever asked to be born. Deformed, my mind is a wasteland. And there ain't no replacement. My mind is a wasteland. And there ain't no replacement. Penetrate these perpetrators like pussy. They powerless, plus my hate is too great. You cowards just are too late. Man, I think these suckers might wanna see me suffer. But plans I got other, blacking, underground motherfucker. When I come around, take cover. The world never stops turning. The marijuana never stops burning. My mind, it never stops learning. You want the glory, you ain't fucking earned it. I get pissed and piss all critics to get rich pitching bullshit with false lyrics. Leave a lipstick on the tips of dicks of fraudulent major label dipshits with no spirit. Spaghetti celebrities, hardcore wannabes. The whole world fun on me, but it's okay. The underground loving me. I ain't been this raw since I was like 14 Sipping cough syrup on my father's morphine I ain't been this raw since I was like 21 Raising my forehead on the barrel of a loaded gun I did it for fun, I did it for fun I never met a child who ever asked to be born Deformed, my mind is a wasteland And there ain't no replacement I never met a child who ever asked to be born Deformed, my mind is a wasteland and there ain't no replacement I wanna hate the world and love myself I wanna hate the world, love myself I wanna hate the world, love myself Hate the world, I still love myself I wanna hate the world, love myself I wanna hate the world, love myself I wanna hate the world, love myself Hate the world, I still love myself I'm penetrating the planet And I was pregnant We made a bastard child, damn it Who gon' love it, who gon' shove it I will teach it to say fuck it These motherfuckers so corrupted I am disgusted But the world never stopped turning 
The man won't and never stop burning. My mind, it never stop learning. I want the glory, I gotta fucking earn it. I stayed up all night and wrestled with a goddamn devil. I'm paranoid, I'm paranoid. Until the void, I stare into that void. My emotions fluctuate, I can't keep it straight. Love or hate, like a rusty gate. Open the clothes, I don't know. Friend or foe, it might be too late. Might be too late. I never met a child who ever asked to be born The form my mind is a wasteland And there ain't no replacement My mind is a wasteland And there ain't no replacement I wanna hate the world Love myself, 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 I wanna hate the world I still love myself, I never Met a child who ever asked to be born Deformed, my mind is a wasteland And there ain't no replacement There ain't no replacement there ain't no replacement. Hate the world, still love myself. I wanna hate the world. Love myself, I wanna hate the world. Love myself, I wanna hate the world. Still 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 love myself.